Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Jen Rood, University Pastor at Pacific Lutheran University in Tacoma, Washington. And as part of a three-part series on Epiphany, I'm joined today by two fantastic PLU students, Aubrietta and Zoe. Welcome. Thank you. Um, Aubrietta Hi. and Zoe are both, yeah. <laughs> Aubrietta and Zoe are both involved in campus ministry, and I thought they would be fun conversation partners today. So Aubrietta and Zoe, can you each share a bit about where you're Zooming in from? Uh, maybe one fun thing about winter break, since I know you're still on break for a few more days, and then your PLU details, like your year and your major. Um, Aubrietta, why don't you start? Okay. Um, so I'm Zooming in from the Issaquah Bellevue area, about 30 minutes east of Seattle. Um, I'm currently a junior nursing student at PLU. I'll be starting my third semester in the nursing program this spring. Um, and this break, I guess I've been watching the Netflix series Queen's Gambit, and I've been trying to learn the, uh, the way of learning chess or playing chess, I guess. So I've been really addicted to learning all the pieces and where they move and stuff like that, familiarizing myself with that. That's great. I've watched a couple episodes of that, but I've not learned how to play chess. So good on you to um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, make that a learning opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe, how about you? Um, so I am zooming in from Ellensburg, Washington. It's in central Washington. It's about two hours away from campus. Um, and I am a freshman going into my second semester. Um, I'm intended nursing, but right now I'm still just going through all my prereqs and stuff. Um, and this break, I've been playing lots of board games and watching lots of movies with my siblings um, and the people who live in my house. And it's been much more exciting than just being in a dorm room alone. So I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, any favorite board games? Um, yeah, we got this new game. It's called Poetry for Neanderthals. And it's by the people who made Exploding Kittens. I don't know if either of you have heard <laughs> yeah. of that. Yep. Yeah, but so it's kind of like taboo where you have a phrase on the card and you have to get other people to guess it, but you're only allowed to say words that have one syllable. Um, <laughs> and that's like where the Neanderthal part comes in. And then if you mess up, there's somebody with an inflatable stick and they get to hit you with the stick every time you mess up. <laughs> Sounds like a fun game. It's amazing. Yeah, that yeah. does sound fun. Cool. Well, as you both know, um, we're doing this three-part series on Epiphany, which is the church season that comes after Christmas. And Epiphany is the season that explores um, the many ways that God reveals God's self in our world. It's this season about illumination and light and discovery and revelation. And so we're having these conversations with PLU students and recent alums, um, thinking about Epiphany in our current context. So the context of almost a year in a global pandemic, um, the beginning of a new year, a new calendar year, um, political polarization, and then your own lives. So those are kind of the, that's a little bit of the backdrop of where these questions are coming from. Um, so here we are in 2021, we're in January, 2021. Um, and folks have been talking and like all those, um, all the things that I just mentioned, the pandemic, the season of amplified um, racial violence, political polarization. Mm -hmm. um, as we know, last week was the insurrection at the Capitol. So there's, there's a lot going on. Um, and people have been talking about like, what is being revealed to us in this time? 
maybe something that we couldn't see or we didn't see before. So I'm wondering for each of you, um, what has been revealed to you in this time? Maybe in terms of your individual selves and then maybe um, also on kind of a greater societal level. Zoe, do you wanna start us off? Sure. Um, I think this year especially has been kind of like my big awakening year, you could say, with like anti-racism and stuff like that, um, which is terrible that it's happening so late. But, um, you know, I've just been learning a lot about it and trying to um, get information from as many different people and thought ideas as possible just to make sure that I really have a grasp of what's going on in the world um, and what I can do to try and make the world a better place. Um, and something that has been, that's been revealed to me, I think too, is that um, a lot of people have that drive more than you think to like make the world a better place um, and try and just do the best they can. And so I'm learning kind of to try and see things from other people's perspectives. Oh, that's really lovely. Yeah. We're not all just like resigned. There's, there's energy mm -hmm. for, for movement and for change. Yeah. Thank you. How about you, Abrietta? Well, I kind of agree with Zoe there in that I, I totally agree with that, that like, it's important to see things from other people's perspective. Um, because I, one of the hardest skills that I've had to like learn through just being in college and being at PLU has been to, uh, accept others in their differences. And, you know, I, in high school, I guess, and before going to college, I was very dismissive of people who were different from me, who had different political views, who had different views on racism and stuff like that. And obviously you don't wanna be friends with someone who is, you know, uh, pro-racism and not like anti-racist at all. But um, some, we all have different, um, like inherent biases and stuff that we're all trying to combat. And um, I guess I'm on my own path. I think everyone's on their own path to combat those inclinations that we have. And it's uh, been revealed to me that it's important to listen to others and just kind of sit in their opinions and their views and not really agree or disagree, just listen to them, let them know that they're being heard and um, not really providing any solutions or your own uh, opinions on things. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a hard thing to do, like both of you mentioned. Um, and sort of how do we listen to others' perspectives with, with empathy, um, with the goal of really seeking understanding and our listening doesn't mean that we agree. And doesn't mean that we think it's okay that that somebody like believe, um, is racist, for example. So yeah, it's that fine line of like both trying to understand, but also not um, not like affirming <laughs> um, hateful behavior or hateful speech. Yeah, that's a hard one. You both have kind of already alluded to this a little bit, but um, college, right, is really supposed to be this time of discovery and new ideas and stretching your mind and your heart. So what's one epiphany you've had so far in your time at PLU? Um, maybe something in your classes or, or outside of it, but what's an epiphany you've had since being in college? There's honestly so many and it's hard to choose like 
which one to go off of. Um, I think um, something that I struggled with for a long time was like wanting to like look cool to other people and like I just need everyone to like me which um I've started to realize like is not a very good way to go through life and to try and present yourself to people um and this is a pretty new epiphany so I'm still sort of going through the motions of it um but just kind of trying to do things um, because they're things that I want to do or just be genuine in my interactions with people instead of trying to like do everything I can to make sure I look like I'm a really cool person to them or something like that so yeah oh that's a hard one we think you're really cool Zoe but I get that um, (laughs) but that yeah like what I you make decisions based on your own um, wants and needs and interests. And yeah, not just worrying Mm -hmm. about how it looks on the outside. That's like a lifelong one. (laughs) I'm glad the epiphany (laughs) has started, but that feels like one of those epiphanies that is slow and ongoing. And um, yeah, yeah, for sure. How about you, Abrietta? Well, one epiphany I've had out of the many, as Zoe said, is that everyone has different backgrounds and different opinions on things. And, you know, through taking college classes, you're going to mingle with a lot of different people, especially with um, our general education requirements, having to take like a certain class that all different majors, all different grade levels are going to be taking. And I guess it's like been revealed to me that it's important to like understand that everyone has like a different past and a different background and it's okay to mingle with other people and to um, interact with others who have differences apparent from mine. Yeah. Yeah. I think this, I I sort of remember the kind of beginnings of my um, understanding that too, like my ideas and opinions didn't come out of nowhere. They came from my upbringing, my past, my experiences and that's the same for other people too. Like their background, their experiences have shaped um, what they believe and who they are. And so Epiphany is um, ultimately about how God comes to God's people. Um, that's the sort of Christian season of Epiphany. So I'm wondering for each of you, how is God showing up in your lives these days? Recently, I have been going to a Bible study with some people from the church that I used to go to Um quite a few years ago, um, but my sister and my brother-in-law go, um, and it's been really nice to just, like, sit down and have discussions that are supposed to be, you know, learning from the Bible, and we're going through Colossians right now, I think, Um, and a lot of the people there are older, and they're much more wiser, and have spent more time in life than I have, Um, and so it's been really nice to sort of hear what they have to say, um, and how they've sort of developed their lives off of this book that is, you know, what I look to when I try and do things and develop my life. So it's been really nice and interesting. How about you, Abrietta? Well, um, God has shown up for me in my life through the interactions I've had with people. Just in the past couple weeks, I've like been reaching out to old friends who I used to talk to. We haven't gotten together in person. I still haven't seen any of my friends in person due to COVID, but we've been connecting through Zoom and FaceTime and stuff like that. And it's just been like really reaffirming to me that 
you know, I have people in my social circle and we can practice physical distancing while still connecting with each other through these phone calls and stuff like that. And, you know, I talked to people who I used to be really close friends with at PLU who like lived in my hall and I would have meals with in the commons. And I just haven't like reached out to them before since COVID happened. And it's been really nice to reconnect again with them. Yeah, yeah, God created us as beings in community. And we are having to figure out how to stay connected to each other in, in different ways, in creative ways. So here's a wild card question that I was just thinking of. Um, is there anything related to nursing, this vocation that you're both kind of pursuing, um, and epiphany, this season of revelation of discovery? I'm just wondering kind of from your nursing perspectives. Um. Well, I don't really have very much of a nursing perspective yet because I'm not in the program. I'm just working to go into it. Um, But I um, have just sort of realized I had um, some family members who got COVID and were in the hospital and they um, talked a lot about how the nurses affected them because those were like the only people they were seeing while they were in there. Um, and just how, like my my grandpa said that he had one nurse who would come in every morning who was super bright and bubbly. And she was kind of how he was like, okay, it's morning now. And like, just how nice that was for him to have someone who was consistently there and like helping him feel better. Um, and so just sort of thinking about how going into the future, how I can do that for my patients that I'll have. Yeah, nurses during this time, you're right, have sometimes become the only people that patients are interacting with. And so how are they bringing light and joy and hope um, when people are so alone? Yeah. Hmm. How about you, Abrietta? Anything come to mind? It's a very tough question. I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I think it certainly has like shown that nurses are kind of like the backbone of medicine, I guess. And, you know, it's that nurses have like the greatest impact on patients during this time, especially because, um, you know, everyone is so fearful about the whole COVID situation and even in the hospitals and like um, patient rooms, like no one really wants to interact with patients who are affected by COVID because it's such a deadly and contagious disease. Um, But I think that like through this COVID pandemic that we're going through, it's really shown me that nursing is where I want to be, where I want to be like on the front lines and working with people who are greatly impacted by COVID. And um, it's just showing me how meaningful the occupation of nursing is. Yeah. So it's sort of your vocation is being um, revealed that it's affirmed (laughs) or that this is the direction you want to go. Yeah, I hope to what's been revealed like as a bigger society, like you said, that nurses and other medical professionals and essential workers, like all the people who keep our society running, um, even in times of crisis and that we um, value and um, give thanks for those people. So, yeah. Thank you both, Abrietta and Zoe. It's so fun to see you both. Since you're on break, I miss you and I don't get to see you as much. So this has been really nice. 
Um, those of you who are watching or listening, thanks for being here. And we hope that you will also check out the other two Epiphany episodes um, in this series. Thank you.